In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. And only those guys who do this become their best version, and it's this, making decisions against yourself. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, and I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here with my partner and my collaborator. Dale Culver. How you doing, my man? Doing real good, Jim. Hey, I, I'm really excited today about something uh, I want to talk about. But before I do, I want to tell these guys, hey, man, uh, get over to our website, manarena.org. I just finished this book. It's on the website. It is free. It's a beautiful book. It spans 20 years of my own personal study through scriptures of courage and the four things that I've discovered. And we really want to get this book out and sell it. But before we do, we want to give a, our men in the arena an opportunity to just uh, to benefit from being a part of our tribe. And so, guys, pick up my book, Guts and, Guts and Manhood, Four Irrefutable Attributes of Manhood. It, has, it changed my life. Men in the Arena exists today because of that study. So you want to pick that up. But uh, Dale, hey, we're going to jump into something today. Really excited about before we do. Do you have a man law for me today? Yeah, I think that's really good, man. I mean, it's really easy to throw in the towel. Hey guys, we've got a podcast coming in the next couple of weeks with a guy named Todd Wilson. Uh, to me, it may have been the most epic fathering podcast we've ever been involved with. So man, make sure you get over there. He talks about several things that every dad should do. And uh, we're going to also use that on equipping episode. So uh, I want to jump into this right now with you guys and talk to you about something that's been on my mind for the last month. And, uh, we had a guy on our show, and he quoted in his book, Jack Hayford, who's a pastor down in Southern California. And Jack said, make decisions against yourself. To me, that was monumental. You know, I follow several guys on Instagram. One of them is Jocko Willink. And every single morning, he posts a picture of his watch. And it's either 4.31 or 4.32. This morning it was 4.20, 4.20 something. No, it was 3.52 this morning. And, and what he talks about is discipline equals freedom. 
And uh, although I don't agree with everything he says, but he's got some great stuff. But when I look at what he's posted and some of these other guys, I realize that we become our best version and only those guys who do this become their best version. And it's this making decisions against yourself. It's really easy to live in our soft, comfortable home, air conditioning, couch, remote control, but we need to make decisions against ourselves, And that has been a monumental thing. I am weak in certain areas of my life because in those areas, I have refused to make decisions against myself. One of those areas is this. Since I was a little kid, four or five years old, I've always got up in the middle of the night, snuck in the kitchen. I, I've eaten a meal. I've done that in my entire life. I am 54 years old, and I bet you that I have not gone more than a week without doing that. Until recently, I'm over 60 days into never eating at night. And that's been monumental for me. I feel like God has delivered me, but I had to start with making a decision against myself. So I want to go and talk about areas where I think you guys, that we need to make decisions against ourselves. In Mark chapter 12, verse 30, Jesus says this, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. So when I look at that, and I look at Jesus, who in Luke 2.52 says, And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. Those four things break into these four things, that to have this balance in life, we need to grow and make decisions to get certain things. You know, it's funny, Dale. I see these 30-year-old guys posting all these pictures, 35-year-old guys, about how tough they are and how fit they are. And I'm like, hey, bro. If you can do 20 pull-ups at 54 like I can, come and talk to me. If you can do a workouts with burpees and box jumps, and if you can bench 300 plus pounds when you're over 50, you know, and so because it's easy when you're younger to do cool things because you hardly have to decide against yourself. Your body is young, it recovers fast, but as you age, you have to really focus on making decisions against yourself. And so Jesus said to love the Lord, your all, all your God in four areas, heart, mind, soul, and strength. And I want to break that down for a second. So first of all, when Jesus says in all you, with all your heart, that word in the Bible is the seat of your emotions. When I think of the heart of a man, I think of his spirit. I think of what makes him different from anybody else. Like Dale, you're funny and relational and you like to hug people. And, and uh, you know, you you are, you are who you are. You're totally different than me who I tend to be emotional and moody and impatient and passionate, we're totally different. That's our spirit. We have different spirits. We have different personalities. If I if I died and I was laying there, my body would be there, but the spirit of Ramos, the thing that makes me unique uh, among other people, would be gone. And so I need to make decisions against my spirit. In other words, when I want to be impatient, I have to decide to be gentle. When I want to lash out in anger towards something that's an injustice, I need to choose to be tactful. When my wife says something and I want to react to her, I need to choose more <laughs> to be loving and kind. And so when it comes to my spirit and the natural characteristics of how God made me, I'm an extrovert. So are you, Dale. Sometimes we have to make decisions against that and just shut our mouth. Mm-hmm. Right? Does that make sense? So yeah. I need to make decisions against my spirit, my heart, 
so that I can become God's best version for me. And I don't want to be anybody else's version, but sometimes with my personality, like at our meeting for, to plan our annual fall fundraising banquet, I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't know what happened. I just got moody and snappy and snarky. And I needed to apologize for that behavior the next day to all the people that were there. And so making decisions against yourself. So the second, second thing, heart, mind, in my mind, I need to make decisions against my mind. I am not a natural reader. I am not naturally an intellectual. And realizing this, I have had to compel myself to decide against my natural propensity and read books and grow and learn. And I've educated myself through reading probably 40 or 50 books a year because I realized that to not do that and to rely solely on my emotion and instinct would hamstring me in this, in this ministry and in life. And so what guys, what we're trying to say here is make decisions against your mind. Maybe you struggle with reading your Bible every day, make decisions against yourself and read it anyway. Find areas where you are mentally or where your mind can grow and decide against yourself so you can grow into that best version. So your your heart, your mind, and the third thing that Jesus told us about is your strength. Your heart and your mind, and the third area that Jesus talked about is your soul. When I think of my soul, that is my God connection. That is my Imago Day. My Imago Day makes me different than animals. My son Darby shot a his first ever archery buck last night. We do not mourn the loss of that buck. That's meat on the table. That buck had no soul, and when he shot it, it was with a doe and a fawn. We believe that that buck was a yearling, so we shot it. He shot it right in front of its mother. Right? We really don't mourn or grieve or care because that animal has no soul. Its only instinct is to survive. But a human has this imago day where God said in Genesis one twenty six, "Let us make man in our image." So I have a soul that decides and chooses. And I'll tell you what, my but I have a body that has sin, that this temp, the sin, the sinfulness that wants to pull me away from the things of God. And I have to constantly make decisions against temptation to choose holiness. And we have seen so many guys over the years that have surrendered and retreated back into a world of darkness and sin. Instead of making decisions against themselves, you know what, Dale? I would love to go have multiple girlfriends and cheat on my wife, and to run up my credit cards, and to you know drink and party and do and smoke marijuana. Oh, I don't, I don't even know what smoking marijuana is like. But well, let's do it all, right? Who cares? Woo woo! But here's the deal: I have a soul that tells me I need to obey Jesus, and so I, I'm faithful to my wife. I keep my eyes focused on things that are pure. I work a job. I don't do drugs. I, I'll, I don't drink alcohol to the point of even tolerance, you know, and because these are making decisions against our soul so that we can serve God, against ourselves so that our soul can serve God. And the last area is Jesus said with all your strength. And I think this is a huge problem. It's a problem with me, Dale. It's a problem with you that we need to address our strength. I'm talking about your body, guys. I'm talking about your diet. I'm talking about making decisions against yourself. I hate to work out, but I work out five times a week. 
I'm building a garage gym right now so I can work out if my gym closes. I work on the things I put in my mouth. I'm trying the best I can. I'm not perfect and I have a long way to go, but I want to be my best version. And my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And I'm I'm finding as I age, my body's propensity is to, as it's dying, is to fall into different stages and different having different health issues. So I have to constantly make decisions against myself. And so, guys, I hope that helps you today. Uh, make decisions against yourself so that you can be your best version. So, Dale, why don't you take us home, man? Yeah, guys, we want you to head on over to meninarena.org and get your free copy of Guts and Manhood. And, guys, we've made this really easy for you. Once you get there, you don't have to look for it. It's going to pop up. It's got one of those annoying pop-ups right in your face. You fill the form out, and you're going to get that email to you. So, until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. Equipping men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.